1: Pittsburgh Steeler fans, welcome to this week's episode of Steelers Touch Down Under. I'm Maddie Peverell with Mikey D, Marky Davison as always. How you doing, mate?
0: Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to Steelers Touchdown Under. Mate, I'm doing really well. We're coming back from a bye. Did you have a good Good
1: Goodbye. Did you? A goodbye week. Had a good chat with Shannon White in your absence, but still missed you, mm. mate. Yeah, I tried I tried catching a bit of that and then I got too I got too busy.
0: But um, Shannon's a bloody legend. Did did you uh, you know bring up any any big news or anything like that, or did you just kind of just kind of you know have a have a chill podcast?
1: Um, I would say a bit of both, bit of both, okay, bit of a mix, bit of a mix. Mm. Yeah, but uh, look, one thing it is in the US today is it is Veterans Day, and we call it Remembrance Day down here. You know, we celebrate at eleven a.m. on the eleventh um, down here, down under, but obviously. Um, just a big shout out to all veterans, all family members of veterans. Um, and we should all be very appreciative of the freedoms we have and not take it for granted because there are places around the world where that is not the case. Um, all people are fighting for that and it's, you know, the definitely things in the future that could, that could continue. So, um, at least from the Australian side of things from you and me, Mark, um, big big allies, Australia and the US, and uh, I look forward to that continuing. And um, yeah, thanks to your service, if you are a veteran that's listening out there.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. I'm just waiting for you know the allies to continue with us and give us a job over there. Like just you know, because we've been doing the podcast so long, I think they should just instantly give us a green card. Don't you? Don't you agree?
1: Yeah, you know that'd be good. Is there a clause
0: that you've done the podcast for say three or four, five years, and then you know next minute like, oh, by the way. Here's your green card. Here's your entry to the states. You're allowed in.
1: <laughs> it's pretty right. hard, so. Yeah. He's um, um, I think George Teston wow. said he spent 11 years wow. in the navy. That's incredible, mate. That's Thank incredible. you very much for your service. Um, yeah, no doubt. Um, <laughs> Steelers freak. 28 years army, better than prison. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, there's definitely. Um, definitely something like we've got some steel fans in here and some of our regular listeners. It sounds like they've spent time <clears throat> part of me in the armed services. So yeah, it's just incredible. And, and thank you for your service. And, you know, for our regular listeners um, that listen, like uh, those that listen live on Facebook and YouTube, obviously you might be doing something else on this public holiday, but look forward to you being able to catch up the show as well. Um, so, yeah. All right. Well, Mark, um, basically, I mean, as usual, there's sort of an injury report and injury update. On the steel side, William Jackson III, third, the new acquisition, is out with a back injury. Not really. I don't. Th- I'm not surprised by that. But everyone's. I, I know. I saw like a bit of people on social media in articles got a bit surprised about that. I kind of sit there. I'm like, he had a back injury at Washington. Tomlin brushed really? it off. It's disc related. As someone that's got um, some back issues himself, you know, they do. They do. They do flare up. When they flare up, it, it can, you got to take it day by day. I'm kind of not surprised. I also think this takes the pressure off him a little bit in learning the defense. Um, but with a killer with a with out as well. Um, obviously he got benched the other a couple of games ago. But um, you know, it's 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 still a challenge for the depth at cornerback. Uh and then Malik Reed is questionable. He was limited on Friday. I think you you'll see him play. It look it said excuse for personal reasons. Who knows what's going on there? But hopefully he plays. I, I would think he would. Um and then Kevin Dotson. Is questionable as well with an abdomen injury, um, and he had limited practice on Friday. Didn't, didn't, didn't put <gasps> nothing there on Wednesday, Thursday? Um, I I still continue my gripe each week about injury reports, and that is that, like, have do not practice, limited practice, full practice. I'm sick of seeing dashes. <laughs> like, if, if you're out of practice, you're out of practice for whatever reason. I don't understand this.
0: I don't, um, I don't really get it
1: either. I just think this is stupid. As I said to Shannon last week, for a league that is so heavily regulated, I cannot understand how every team has different designations. It, it's just ludicrous. Um on the on the Saints side, uh Marcus Davenport's been battling a calf injury all week. He's been limited Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. They'll probably give him up to game time to play. He's questionable. Mark Ingram is out. Jarvis Landry's limited practice. There's someone that finally punted him off my fantasy squad. I don't trust Jarvis Landry to play, but it doesn't say that he's out or questionable. Marshawn Lattimore is out. That's really helpful for the Steelers' abdomen industry. He's had do not practice three days in a row. Eric McCoy's out their center, their starting center. Um, Andrew's Pete, their guard. I think he's their starting guard on the left side. He's out. Ryan Ram's check was limited Wednesday, Thursday, but full on Friday. They need him, or I don't know what offensive line they're putting together there. Um, Pete Werner, their um, linebacker, who's more of an outside linebacker. Well, I mean, they play a 4-3, um, but um, anyway, he's he, he definitely rushes the passer at times. He's out. Um, Marcus May is questionable, the safety, that who had that really good season a couple of years back at the Jets. Um, they've got a defensive end that's questionable. And PJ Williams, their safety, who's uh, pretty important in their secondary and how they they mix it up there, he's questionable too. So the Saints are the Saints are a little bit battered and bruised. Let's just put it that way.
0: It's a lot, a lot of injuries, mate.
1: <laughs> Let's hope it works out for us in, in that um, in that
0: regard. So, do we talk about? Did I, Did I miss the news with you uh, with my mate Chase Claypool? Well, did I share that with you? Did I share that experience? I'm not sure.
1: We can do a celebrate
0: a good times. Come on, celebrate! Mark's and never allowed to
1: high. sing it. Mark's <laughs> never allowed to sing on this podcast
0: again. Oh, well, you know what? I should have TikTok my way out of here. Uh, I know it's been a long time since that it happened, but we haven't shared the moment together, and I just wanted to share the moment, moment the moment. He's like a muppet uh, together because Chase Claypool's gone. You're gone. Back to the pavilion. See you later, mate. I don't, so if happy
1: the, he's gone, I don't man. know if the American listeners will get the get back to the pavilion.
0: I don't think the American. Because that's the American a cricket guy, term.
1: That's a cricket term, mate.
0: Let's be honest. Do, do do you guys in the live chat? Do you understand what I say? Do, be honest. <laughs> I don't know. We have we we, say, we bring up stuff all the time. You know I don't know. But I'm just happy he's gone, man. I'm just so happy he's gone. In the, his, his first few reps as a bear, he got two receptions, 16 yards, and one carry for six yards. He's not good, and I'm happy we got uh, second back for it. I'm happy we give Stephen Sims a chance too. I reckon Stephen Sims
1: uh, will have a chance I to reckon go people, off. People, right, I'm just gonna say, I reckon people overlook Boykin.
0: <clears throat> oh, Boykin as well. Yeah, you know, I just I just chose one of them, right? Boykin as well. He, no, he's played receiver much
1: Boykin and you've got a good fourth, fifth wide receiver for another two or three years. Um, but hey, this is a good segue into the into the into the this week. I mean. I talked to to Shannon. Shannon and I Hmm. did the um, usual record prediction stuff. Um, Oh, really? Yeah. But but I think you and I, let's see how this week goes because I think we could sort of reach it there. To me, this is make or break. I don't want to hear about the Steelers can go on this run and they did 11-0 and all that. To me, it's my opinion after chatting with Shannon last week, thinking about it for a week. If you can't win this week with that many injuries for the Saints – if you can't show something better after a bye week and prepping for two weeks, I'm sorry. Exactly. This is done.
0: This is that's done. the point as well. I think for me, like, like the stuff for me is like preparation. You've had ten days off to prepare for this game. If you don't win this game and be be prepared to go out there and fight and win, like Go out there and have a chance to be competitive. Then what's the point of being in the NFL? You know, ten days preparation versus an uh, injured Saints team versus Andy Dalton. You have you have the you, look. The, the Steelers are minus one. They're underdogs at home still. So you need, need to be prepared for this oh, game. No, like that's a, I in. was
1: a bit surprised. I, I, was, I was expecting it to be more from the betting companies. I'm interested to see how it actually floats here in Australia with the with the numbers. But, like, you take that bet every time. Like, yeah, but if,
0: if they're not prepared for this game, right, to me it's like it's it's a joke on the coaching staff and the organization and the players. Like, you've got so much time off. Okay, go look, go and enjoy your family three or four days. Have your time, you know. And then come back to the office seven days to go and prep for the game. That's what you're meant to do. So I don't, I don't understand how if they come out flat because we've we've seen it so many times where they come out flat. Although Mike Tolman is I think 11 and four after the bye. so that that's encouraging. And of course, if TJ Watt comes back with cars, he's been activated. Um, you know, Andy Dalton's going to have a hard game against the, against our Steelers defense. Hopefully, and hopefully our our spark on offense can line up.
1: You know? Yeah, and um. Well, what I, what I was thinking as well, which is kind of mm. a different storyline, but the same storyline as well <laughs> on that Canada, right? It kind of got me thinking this week. And I was like, we've all been talking about Matt Canada being sacked, right? At the bye week all going through the season. I actually don't think so. I think it's this week, right? Hear me out on this one, right? Mm. So you've got the bye week to prepare for two weeks. This mm-hmm. is the week at two and six, where if you don't win this game, you're two and seven. Right, you can't finish with a winning record. Are you going to continue to do damage to Kenny Pickett and not see enough from Kenny Pickett, George Pickens, etc., etc.? Right, or like, or are you going to go? You know what, Canada, we're not doing this anymore. It like we're we're, we're not playing to make the playoffs anymore. Yes, we still want to compete to win every game, but the reality is, like, you need to see development. Like, you want to see development of Kenny Pickett. I mean, I heard the, the narrative this week of the Steelers will draft. You know, Bryce Young. They're not they're not doing that. that. That they are not doing that. If they get a pick that high, it's Will Anderson or it's one of the cornerbacks, like the top tackle, that, that's what it is. And I still think you trade back and pick at like eight or ten if you're if you're picking three or four, get more picks. You just need as many, as much talent as you can get. But to me, Kenny Pickett is only going to go backwards in this offense unless they start winning. Four. Like they are. They they're wasting a rookie year of pickens, Warren, mm-hmm. and and John Pickett. And free move on a rookie contract, right? So for me, this is the week. Like if Canada, if Canada wants to continue coaching in the NFL, this is the week you stump up. But if you don't, then
0: it's 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 almost like I've been yelling out Matt Canada fire
1: so long, I'm, i kind of gotten over it. You know, I'm just kind of expecting S- him to be same there. Same until I thought about it this week and I was like, actually no, it's this week. And Tomlin's yeah. a pretty fair guy. Like, he'll give everyone that final chance. You know what he said with the season? Like, you, you remember what he said the season? It was like when you play development and, and, and when you make decisions and he was like, there's just, he comes to a point when you know. Well, this week, if you lose and you designate yeah. yourself as you can't finish at, five, at 500 or better, that's when you know. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. With
0: the preparation, it's kind of frustrating to know that you have so much time. Uh, to prepare and, and change things, and you know, you go to the office every single day, uh, like it's your job. And if you were to, you know, any other job in the in the world, you probably would be sacked for for uh, being not competent, right? And Matt Canada's offense and the players are two apart part too, but his offense is 32nd in the league. You know, we're really bad, so that's why I think you know, with the with the stats and the, the Vegas line is that they're probably putting us underdog because we can't play on offense, but we have to, we have to win on defense. You know, but I, we just got to see something different, and we're not going to see that with our offense. Like, I'm, I'm excited to watch the game as always. It's going to be at our five a.m. for sure. I'm keen, but part of me says, can we score twenty-one points? Yeah, on can we score three TDs on on um on our offense? You know, did you know that we
1: haven't the longest TD we have is eight yards, <laughs> mate? What about this one? The receivers have one passing touchdown, <laughs> and, and and the running backs have one rushing touchdown. Wow, what is not that right. That? Like that, man. Wow, okay. That's that's you know what they so should have was... done? They should have traded, apart from the fact that like I don't want them to do this because I want balls to be the starting kicker, they could have traded Chase Claypool for Justin Tucker to the Baltimore Ravens, right? Hmm. At, at, because he wouldn't have done anything for them. And then also, I don't think in paper, it's like, oh wow, but we know that Claypool can't catch a catch a high ball. But the, the reality is is that we need to keep field goals to win points. And now yeah. Paul boss is on the injured reserve anyway. I oh, know. He's
0: got the groin injury for like, what, now four weeks or whatever. Um, but that that is really crazy how, you know, back when I was living in Canada, I think it was about 2016, 2017, the offense was firing, you know. Oh. AB, was like the Matavius Bryant day, stuff like that. Big Ben was out there. Um, moving the bottom down the field, leaving on Bell, scoring 35, you know, almost 40 points a game. Like it was on fire. Now this offense can't score, can't move the ball down the field to score anything. And and, and Michael Malley says, Sad, we're got to pray for twenty. And that's what I mean. Like in the back of my mind, I go, I wanna I want to choose this game to win. But when you think about it and you go, Well, they haven't done anything in nine weeks. They haven't moved the offense and then what? They scored two touchdowns on the offensive side. Like so what run one rushing. Who was that? naji I guess. Uh
1: yes. Naji
0: and and then receiving was Claypool, right? Oh also you had Derek Watt caught one. Yep. <laughs> it's bad. It's so bad. So um when we all, we all kind of know it's bad but you're right maybe there is a bit of a you know uh I guess one last chance for Matt Kanda.
1: I just I say, and, and you know I I've, I've heard people say things like oh if they don't fire him at the bye, they're not going to fire him. And oh <laughs> Kenny pick it we don't want three offensive for it's not work, like it's not good. <laughs> like, how could it be worse? Yeah, I, I kind of get that though. I, Do you know I what I mean? Just... Like, I, I, I don't understand it. Like, I mean, I know there's a narrative this week. Big Ben said on his show that he'd be happy to be fine, bring him back to advise for eight games, give him a chance, prove a deal. Mike Sullivan, I don't know, whatever. But I, don't, I don't think I don't want to big... see this. Any, it's very hard to, it, it, yeah, it's, it's not, it hurts it's not you, hard. right? It, hurt, it
0: hurts you, doesn't it? I, I don't think Big Ben will come back. He doesn't want to be involved in this mess, he doesn't want to be involved in uh, what's going on, but. I think with the, Steel- the Steelers would probably won't get rid of Matt Canada because they've got only nine games to go. But that's they don't,
1: but really I don't normally see what do you've that. They've got to lose. That's the bit I don't
0: get. Oh, gonna, no, I, I agree with you. you I'm got, just saying you've what got two head
1: doing. coaches in that room. If, if you can't, and there's plenty of people sitting on the sidelines, like even bring, people talking about Frank Wright, bring him in as a consultant for the rest of the season. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I know there's a whole story in your offense or whatever. Just, or give Kenny, give Kenny, twenty five plays, and run no, put no huddle in there. Give him twenty five plays for at like five foot, five different scenarios. Yeah, no, and I, no. Let I, him, um, you know what? Let him call, let him call um, them for a while, and then if it's not working, then we can go back to Canada's crap.
0: <laughs> I agree with you, but I just think the Steelers won't do that, and it's like you can think of all these ideas, like. You know, I want to see Connor Haywood, uh, Frymouth use more. I want to see Steven Sims, like you said, Miles Blokin use more. You know, but but you start thinking these ideas and it doesn't happen. They just go back to the normal well, What's fame. the definition of idiocy? Even uh, TJ Watson. Can you think it it? Can it's it's two... it
1: Can yeah, it's it's
0: it? It's two and six. That's what it is. You know, he thinks, I think uh, Matt has a big ego. He has a massive ego uh, in this. Deal. Oh, he does.
1: He's... He's... I said this to Shannon last week on the show. The way he handles media as someone that, it's literally what I do for a living, you know, get media coverage from the company I work for and teach people how to speak in the media. And I've done so for like 12 plus years in my career. He is atrocious. It is like you do... Uh, the arrogance, I don't like the sarcasm in the way that he delivers, it's it's just bad. And I what you know like it's bad. Like, it's, it's actually... It's, this is a hard one to say. It's even worse than his offense.
0: Yeah, I, I, I don't like his mannerisms, how he always talks. He, he looks down and he's, he's not confident. You know, he's not confident the way he delivers things. His body, his body his body, control, that's like a receiver thing for Chase Claypool. His body mannerisms are looking down. He's like, yeah, yeah. we're doing okay. It's like, yeah. look, st- stare at the man who, talk, who asked you that question. Be, be a man and, and say, actually respond with a truthful answer. And you can't do that because it's a really bad it's a really option. And he
1: says nothing. Like, I don't know we're talking about Tom and saying what's without saying anything. But here, Canada just says stuff like, yeah, we're going to get better. At it. What, what proof do you have? You should be Mm -hmm. saying our efficiency of X, Y, Z, you know, tells me this of where we're improving. Like it's just, uh, Eric, ask you, you literally beat me to the punch. How his ego fits the size of that comically large straw.
0: You know what though? You know what though? Like coming off the buy, I think as a Steel fan, you go for all this stuff, you're like, oh, we we, we got on the hype train again. You're ready for the game. But I will be uh, very annoyed if I see the same plays from the start from the beginning, right? However... You do want to see if this stuff can work. And it is, you've got a rookie quarterback. You've got a rookie receiver in Pickens. A guy like that, like, Matty, why aren't they using him? Like, why aren't they using the, the big body George Pickens, who wants, who's, who's who's actually physically upset and pissed off that he's not getting any time, you know, not getting the ball? Why are they getting him involved? Is, is, it, is it that Matt Canada can't figure out how to get him involved?
1: Like, he hasn't got the skill set? I'm not sure it's that. I, I mean, it might be. But I had like, I mean, I'm, I'm literally reacting to this in real time. Like, I had not thought about that point before. I just thought like more that it's there's a few misreads here and there on Kenny's side, but also like, they're not they're not they're not <clears throat> designating him as number one. That they're, they're preferencing – I think they over-preference Quayle, um, and I think they well, I think they're preference Deontay in a way that he, his performance to date doesn't really deserve this season. Um, to me, George Pickens is the number one wide. Is the number one wide receiver on this team? It just it is. And you get him as much ball as possible. Get him game reps, Get you leverage. Let make this season worth it in in some respect, right? Um, Let you know. Let's get them ready for a really great off season and then and really great year next year um, with hopefully an offensive line that allows Pickens time to get down the field and Pickett time to get the ball. Um, but. I think part of it's the Matt Canada offense and the arrogance that we just talked about, to be frank, yeah. now that we've brought it up, because if you think about the way they would want to use Pickens, that doesn't fit the Matt Canada offense. Right. If you you think about think about the way Todd Haley would have used Pickens. Think about the way Ken, more the way Ken Wisenhunt would have used Pickens. And in particularly what you saw from Wisenhunt um, at the Cardinals, what you saw from Wisenhunt when he was the offensive coordinator later on at, at the Chargers as well. Like you you just think about the way—I mean, even the way Frank Reich would use him and and what Michael Pittman does—you know—I think Pickens has much better wide, has much better potential as a wide receiver overall. Like he can do everything. Um, Yeah, I—I just don't—I don't think Matt Canada, Matt Canada's offense is capable of leveraging the talents that that a George Pickens has.
0: Well they don't send him down the field, do they? They they, they do a, a no. few uh, comeback routes
1: and Pickens really- could do some of that like slant stuff on the sideline. I'm not saying he can make the catches that Pickens can make. Mm. But you've got to get Pickens is that wide receiver that you should be doing putting all over the field in every different role. Like even in the slot, like they've got no- the problem is they've got no other burners on the side on the sides, mm. right? Mm-hmm. They got another mm-hmm. burner on the sidelines. You could if you you could scheme pick Pickens into the slot. On shotgun plays, and he would absolutely obliterate teams. Absolutely obliterate them. Like particularly when you've got Freemuth, you've got those. Like oh, I just, it's it's very. What, hard. what comes
0: down to, there's so many weapons. What we can see, and it's like it's not not fitting the mold, is it? And you know you can't just keep doing the run, run pass or the run, run slant or whatever it is. It doesn't really work. And that's why his arrogancy is so high right now. Being 32, having 14 points a game, it's it's all other teams modified him already, right? There's some reason the Steelers keep him around, and and I um, think this is
1: going to be a slide on Mike Tomlin. Uh, <clears throat> like Michael O'Malley says, when do we finally put the blame where it belongs? Tomlin has been mediocre for a decade. He is the main problem, stale bread. I'm not ready to go on the fire Tomlin train. I'm, I'm, I'm just not. But this is Tomlin's fault at this point with with Canada. 100 percent. So, responsibility for sure. I mean. I mean, Mike Tomlin also damned if he do, does, damned if he doesn't. But that's why you get paid yeah, over yeah. eight million dollars a year, for US, to be to be the coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Mm-hmm. But like, I I just I can't under I, I just can't understand. And I, I don't I didn't want to deeply talk about Matt Canada this week, but when we got on the show, but, yeah, let's move I, on. Let's. But move I, on. I can't. All get I'll say is over. I can't understand why you wouldn't have sacked him. I don't think you had anything to lose. Yeah. What I think you've lost by not doing it is you've lost the season. Because I don't think if they win this week, the defense will come up with a few turnovers. Kenny or someone on the offense will make it just an outrageous play. That's the only way they're winning this game. Like, it's not because of Matt Canada's offensive scheme. As Boswell put, said it rightly. Yeah, it's
0: so true now. <laughs> Every day it gets truer and truer, doesn't it? Um, no, it's not going to be because of the Claypool pass to to uh, to Derek Watt. But uh, let's move on then. Let's talk about, you know, I guess I guess something else. And maybe how how can they what players do you think can step up there in this game?
1: Like, overall, I think I like, I really like Jalen Warren. I don't know about this narrative that he's better than Najee Harris, but I'm pretty, I'm not thrilled with Najee Harris. But then I'm also sitting there, I put this out, you guys were responding on Twitter to someone, um, or I said it on Warren, probably both. But like, Najee had way too many touches last year, and Mm -hmm. we're paying for that now. Um, And that's fine. It was Big Ben's last ride and all the rest of it. But like, I, if you're back like Najee, like Derrick Henry, they're very rare that a back that big can be a one that can be the only one. So I'm glad they've found Warren, but they've got to work out. And again, I don't think Canada's scheme fits having two different running backs like this. Um, They've got to figure out with the offensive line, who they're going to, who's going to be able to get the opportunity here. And what are they going to stick to? Because, that's the other thing about this. We still don't have a run game. Like, how long have we been talking about that for? Like uh, two or three years. Like it's since just... we started the podcast. Exactly. <laughs> so oh, that, that's the other that's the other thing on, on the offensive side. But if I flip to the defense uh, talking about where we're going to win the game there, this secondary really has to perform. Like with Witherspoon and Jackson out, the guys that are on the field. They just have to – they they can't allow big games. If they allow big games, this is over. Chris Olave, you haven't really heard – I feel like in the general NFL media, you've heard deeply a, big, a, a lot about Olave and the way we've heard about other wide receivers, rookies, or the way we heard about like Jamar Chase last year. Chris Olave is having like a sneaky good season for the Saints. Like and really sneaky would it sneaky, be, would good it be
0: amazing if – if we had pickens for that have that had that, that same season, you know, wouldn't it be
1: would have been cool to see Pickens well, go off? Well, one hundred. You know that... I mean, what well, look listen to these numbers? Like 43 receptions, mm-hmm. 618 yards, only two oh, TDs. Yeah. His catch rate's only 59.7%. But he's had a 147-yard game, a 106-yard game. He's not had a below 50-yard game since week one. Yeah, and George has 26
0: receptions. Uh 338, 13 yard average, one T D. But that's all average. Every single receiver, Deontay, Pat, George, Claypool, all around 300 yards. There's no real standout receiver. Is yeah. It? And they gotta, you know, scheme up something.
1: Imagine if George Pickens, if you took half of those claypool numbers, right? So assuming you're still on the team, and chucked them over to um to Pickens, I reckon we will have won some games because I just think he can do more with the ball and he wouldn't have had so many drops. Yeah,
0: and of course, like, you've got to go through, like, Kenny Pickens has got to go through his reads, he might miss a few, but I think the the As is. Lost... a rookie quarterback,
1: like, that's... Yeah, like, the problem he's... is Claypool, how many, how many times does Claypool drop a ball? It goes nowhere. It's that's, why happy, <laughs>
0: that's why I'm happy, man. That's why I'm happy. I'm i so glad to see him get away and we get that uh round two pick back, you know, I think it's fantastic. And you're all right, like, for me, for players to step up, I have got a good feeling that Sims will step up if they're, they're allowed to play the game. And same with Boykin too, if Boykin's allowed to play the game, I think those guys will step up. Um, I think Claypool was getting I think about 40% of the offense going his way and didn't didn't do anything with it. He had one big game, but other than that, this this team definitely needs some kind of identity. And it, it does the identity right now is you can't move the ball and rookie quarterback getting getting pressure and throwing in, interceptions. So the whole league's laughing at us, but they got to get it together and what, what better game than coming at home or two home games in a row and being the underdog and they just got to fire up. And I think it's, it's at this point, and we've been saying this for a long time. So it's been a cultural thing. It's been this and this and um, uh, our defense can get back at it. But overall, it, it all comes down, it does come down to coaching like Tom one. And I'm not a fire to one guy either, but I see where they're coming from to a certain degree. I'm not saying you go and fire him, but at the same time, it's, it's just very difficult to watch. And I think it's hard, and we might do our predictions later, but it's hard to say, can they score more than 21 and where do the points come from? But I would love to see a game where Pickens gets involved, where, you know, Sims gets involved. Um, it just all depends on how they're going to call the game, really.
1: You know? And and this is the other... Brian Harrington brings this up, and then we'll have That's to our break. But our own line can't hold the blocks so enough for Najee to dance around the backfield until he sees a hole. He needs to hit the ground running. But exactly. But but, but Najee Harris is not leaving on Bell. That's his game, especially when you look at what Mm. and do. It's get the ball and smash the hole, right? Mm. Najee should be happy Mm. to do. You know what makes Nick Chubb a good running back, apart from the offensive line that they've got there? He goes, I'm going to go right down the guts of the middle of the field. And if I go for four yards, great. If I go for five yards, great. If I bust it for eight, even better. And if I hit a hole really well and they block for me, I'll go for even longer than that. And I'm going to knock over a bloke on the way, even if, if I have to, to get... Through to the, the second level, that's got to be Najee. Forget this dancing and waiting for a block. Just go in the middle. Even if you go for one yard, I eventually it's going to open up. Like I, I, especially when you've got Dotson and Daniels there. I, I, I don't understand when he starts dancing around. I sit there and I just shake my head. Yeah, that He's was pretty that bad. Player. That that one dance, the, that uh, dance last week was was the most awfulest play I think
0: I've seen in a long time. He had two yards to get, and he danced his way and then got tackled a yard short or whatever it was.
1: I bench him. bench him for down. it, to be honest. He's not the dance he can dance when he's in space, but that that's when you get you've gotten past the line of scrimmage. No more dancing in behind the O-line. But that's a problem though, because our Steelers, we
0: know our team too well. They don't do that. They won't, they won't, they won't send a message like that. Of course they send a message for Cable saying see you later, mate. But they won't send a message and say, Hey, you Knights, know, we're gonna bench you, and we're gonna bring out McFarlane, we're gonna bring up whoever we're gonna wanna start Jale Moran, right? It's, it takes. It takes. It seems like by the time it's already over, like we're too far into the season. Then they then they make make the call. They should be making the call straight away. The minute he jokes like that and doesn't make it, yeah, you can't. You not not cut him. You bench him for a, a series and put someone else in. And they don't do that. The, the system it doesn't it doesn't allow that to happen. But I'm still I'm not saying fire Naji Harris. I'm saying yeah, put some pressure on him. Same with DJ too. The minute you drop one, what do you, what normally happens in, in in a normally rugby league game if you, if you do a bad play? They, they sit you out or they don't, they don't get you involved in the play Steelers take a long time to do these kind of moves so um I'm, I'm keen to see Nagy Harris start again and actually run the football but our longest run Matt, is 18 yards this offense is probably the one of the poorest ones I think we've ever seen
1: mate he's only broken seven tackles this year yeah. last year he broke 30. yeah and and the offensive line was apparently worse And last year, he had 1,200 yards rushing. How many has he got this year? I think 400 or something, 300. 361, yeah. Jesus. And my heart (laughs) went through the season. Like, (laughs) he can't catch that number unless he's going to start averaging 100 Uh, yards. These
0: podcasts aren't fun when we're losing. (laughs) Oh, man. Remember the 11 0 run? We had that, that was way more fun. That was a good part. And
1: Myrna brings it up. Gigi put a best when he learned a lot with the Chiefs and said he learned and, and you know, he also um you know basically said like he he learned he's learned more this season with the Chiefs than he did in five years with the Steelers. And I looked there, I'm like, yeah, think about who we've had in the last five years between Randyland and you know Canada and uh, just that doesn't, uh, doesn't make any sense.
0: That's the thing. We just The Steelers don't change. They need um, to bring him
1: back too, by the way. If the Chiefs we, don't re-sign him, you've got to bring him back. Who, Juju? Oh, 100%.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I agree with that. That'd be cool to see. That'd be cool to see. Get hit and I, I,
1: I'll take anyone on that wants to disagree with that. They need, they need someone that's got the steel physical. spirit, experienced, physical, yeah. can do everything no matter who's out, whatever game. I think him in the slants with Kenny Pickett – I, I, you know, please. He's enjoying his time, though, in KC.
0: I think he's having a good time over Brilliant. there, though.
1: Yeah. yeah, but if if the Steelers said, come back, we'll pay you half a mil more a year, just even half a mil more than what they're paying him, they would be back. Man. Gigi loves the Steelers. Gigi loves the Steelers. But with that, we're going to go to our little break um, from our audio sponsors, and we'll be back in just a few seconds. And we're back on Steelers Touch Down Under. All right, Marky D. We finished that note with Juju. Oh,
0: no, Not not, 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 not over this yet. I just checked. He's, he's got 582 yards and two TDs. He's got more offense than like almost a whole team.
1: Far out. That's and crazy. He's so done really well. Because well, I've got him in fantasy. They've only just started using Juju. 44 receptions out of 60 targets and 13-point yards. Average
0: and longest 53. He's killing him over there. Killing him. Man, he's going to have almost his career highest was 1400 in 2018, but still he's having a good time over
1: there. That's crazy. All right. That sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I, man, I'm telling you, man, he's going to have uh, a. I don't think he can beat the 2018 year this season, but he'll, no, get, but, he'll get a thousand yards easy. He'll have
0: more set more yards, I guess,
1: being a third or fourth guy on that team than our first guy.
0: You know what I'm saying? Like he has more yards than anyone in the And that just shows you that his comments are probably legitimate, saying calling out the offense being bad because he Me. wasn't being used. And this is what's really frustrating about our team right now is like everyone's all the announcements, everyone, everyone besides probably Tom One and the Rooneys are saying, Oh Matt, he's all right. What nothing wrong with that guy? He's good.
1: <laughs> I I don't know. Oh, how you? Oh no, I'm not going to go down that narrative. We can, I can save that. I'll save that one until the season finishes. I've got. A, all right. Just check. Remind check people remind one. me about the narrative that people say. What's the narrative you were going to tell then before the New Orleans game? Um. All right. Well, let's let's show me a bit more positive. If the yeah, Steelers are going to win this week's game, mm-hmm. who who on the defense is going to be the game changer? For? Okay, is TJ Watt playing for sure.
0: They yeah, I, I haven't know.
1: listed him. It says that. he is. We but as someone said him. in the live chat earlier, and I could understand this about whether they activate him right before the game. Yeah. If he's not, I stick by this. If he is not a hundred percent, you do not play that man. There's <laughs> too much invested in that guy. We the don't know yet.
0: I'm not even sure. When's the last day you can be activated before a game uh, to
1: fight? Tomorrow, tomorrow, 4 PM or something. 3 PM.
0: Okay. So TJ plays. I think we have a good chance to win. Of course. Um, other than that defense wise I like cars back too but it's his first game coming back you know what I'm saying so I think mm. as well the safety's got to um play together too Edmunds Minka those guys but the concern is that the cornerbacks and there's no Miles Jack so uh mm. says it's confirmed I don't think it's confirmed yet I think I think he said it was confirmed that it hasn't been no activation yet Yeah. You know? mm. it's like me saying I could be here next week but it's not confirmed I'm not talking firm with Maddie, and I'm I'm turning on the podcast. But I think it's um, I I'm pretty sure he said in a uh, press conference today that he's playing, or are you coming back? He said yes, but until they activate him, I'm not not spoken on that just yet. Hmm. It's a big thing that you know Brian says doesn't TJ have to be activated this week, or he's on IR for the rest of the year? How many days does he have left to be activated? That's a big thing too.
1: I don't know. Mm. So. I mean, I don't, I'm not, I'm just going to say this. I don't, I mean, you and I have seen this with players in the, and I, like and players that played for our team. And I said this on Twitter in a, in a response. I think Eric Askew's in the live chat. You were part of, I think you might've been part of that conversation I had with Jeff Hartman on Twitter. If TJ Watt is not 100%, you do not bring him back. And pectorals can rule you out of a lot of sports for the whole season when you do them, when they happen, like same with his, with his knee. And I know like even Myrna brings up, you can do it. And obviously then you can just, you're, you're basically tanking and trying to get picks and, you know, we could do that and it would be in our best interest. But my thing is there's way too much money invested in TJ. Watt. put him on. And, and I can't remember how that affects his salary cap and the eligible years and all that as well. But I, I, Honestly, I I don't know why you why you would risk his health down the track right now for where we're sitting.
0: So you're saying if he's not ready at all, hundred percent, you would bench him the whole year, put him on IR for the rest of the year, and, and just play whoever. Well, if
1: that if that if that's the way it goes, right? It, 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 what I'm basically saying is if he's going to be on IR for the rest of the year, if he's not quite ready for this game then you've got to figure out if he's worth the roster spot. But we're struggling with injuries anyway to get guys in there. And as I said, if you lose this game, you're not, particularly with the way that the Ravens are playing and the Bengals are playing, you're not winning the division. You're not going to scrape into the playoffs on the records right now. So why why would you risk the best player on your team? Who's... So you, had, so almost, almost it's not even just see. the pick, he had the knee as well.
0: Yeah, so it's almost like you're conceding with some evidence that they're saying that he's not going to be healthy, so you might as well you know, put him to the side and just go with your team. And it's not like, it's not officially tanking, but to a certain degree, it's like, oh. I, it's not,
1: not, and I don't want to, and people, that, that's what I don't want to be part of what I'm saying here. Because not, I'm not saying this to tank. I'm saying this to protect that player. Right. I mean, the well, guy's 28, right? Now, think about know, most 28-year-olds, I mean, even when you suffer a peck and, and a knee injury, and you think about the the workhorse that he's <clears> been, <throat> I would much rather him, like, call it right. What I, I, I'm saying, if he's ready, he's ready. It,
0: it all depends though, because we don't know. Like, if he's not activated, I guess by tomorrow, that like Brian says there that 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 he could be on IR. I'm not too sure. I'm not too sure when his three weeks started, uh, to be honest. But with with TJ not being activated, then the possibility you could put him on IR for a year and see what you can do on the other side. But you know what? If he is ready to play, then you then you play him. I think. You know, if he's one hundred percent, you play him. He he says he is. He, he did just- the
1: twenty sixth of October, so that's the third November, tenth of November, seventeenth of, of November.
0: He so he he says he's ready he can to be play. activated
1: after the game. Uh, okay, tiny
0: So I guess so. It's through about three weeks. Yeah,
1: yeah. he can be activated then- after the game.
0: But yeah, that's miss- the thing:
1: is if you lose, you don't activate him. If you win right. you activate them they could do that as well right they they, they could, but I, could well. I, I know the steelers too like even if they lose oh yeah we'll activate him. Like him, he, him. you know, <laughs> you know.
0: they'll do it that's the thing we do know our steelers too well in certain things where they won't change certain players and that kind of stuff so um i think he gives us one of our best chances to win really you know everyone knows that right so if he is activated then then fantastic it's going to be you know um hopefully he can go out there and smash
1: any dalton but you're right. Why would you risk him to, to the whole season? Well, we, I I'll, I'll, I'll say the example I said on Twitter. Mark and I have a team that we support in the rugby league in Australia called the us yeah, go Manly. Their best player is Tom. Is a guy called Tommy Turbo? That's you Turbo's nickname, Trebovich. Tommy Turbo won the offensive MVP. Was it last year or the year before? Uh, last year a before, before it I think it was. Was it? Anyway, he won the offensive MVP. He's a great defender as well. You know, he's like. Electric like George Pickens, so an fast, playmaker as well, fast. He has done hamstrings, pectorials, knees over the last five years. When he's on the field, he's mm-hmm. the best player. Like he literally played half the season and got the MVP. Like he's a freak. He did, mm-hmm. but we keep rushing him back, and he keeps having these injuries. And we saw that with a pectoral that he had. Um, You don't want to see that from players because now he can't stay fit, and he hogs a lot of the salary cap. And now you've got people questioning why he's on our team. I don't want to go down that route with TJ Watt. That's what I'm saying. You are it's right, it. though.
0: Tommy Turbo is is our is our guy for our team too, and then it's all exactly the same. That TJ Watt is our guy for our team right now. The stats back it up. You don't win without him. Yeah, you know, and the stats.
1: And, and for an example for steel fans as well, with the parallel, the stats are even crazier within in the the this this you know, this other sport of rugby league because that they basically have an eight point differential when they play in terms of they average 27 points when he plays, they only concede 19 points. It's kind of literally the reverse. It's like 24 to like 14 or something when he's not playing. Um, and and, it, and they've won, you know, they've won a lot less games than what it has been with you know TJ what? Waters, the percentage. There's a you direct parallel.
0: Go out there and look up Tommy Turbo, uh, Manly Seagulls, on YouTube. and you it, its He's fun to watch, dude. He's one of the funnest players I've ever seen to man, watch. can you imagine him watch. in the NFL?
1: <laughs> oh, my goodness. There's a guy that can high point the ball, guys. <laughs> like, Oh, my. He'd be, a, he'd, be good, he'd be a good tight end. Money. Huh? He'd be a good tight end, I reckon. He could be able to play maybe a, like a flex tight well, end. He'd be a bit like that, Carl P- he, he would be what – I mean, he's not quite as big as Quaypool, but, oh, man, <laughs> line him up next to Pickens. <laughs> Yeah. All right,
0: back on track. No more men. Back on track. Either, yeah, right. yeah, yeah.
1: Back on track. <laughs> then, um... Oh, that's... That's electric, man. Him in space. Brian Brown
0: says, Tommy Turbo sounds like a race car driver in, in Naked
1: Gun movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, the funny thing was, he aggravated his hamstring. He was on a night out in the oh. town in the local suburb and he raced somebody yeah. on the street and he did he, <laughs> he He aggravated the hammy. It was, like, in the in a bye week. Um So... Ah, Murner talks about picking the O-lineman. Um, Skronoski. I think it's Skronoski that plays for, for Northwestern. Um, I, But he's everyone thinks he's going to be a tackle, but he should be a guard.
0: Um, I think Murner's Murn from uh, England with that picture there.
1: Oh, a bit of a British flag.
0: I think so. There you go. Huh.
1: Nice one. Nice one. listening to us on, geez, it's a son. Jesus, a late hour over there. Um. Well done. <laughs> uh so yeah, go going back to the defense. What do you what have you thought about the defensive line as of late, Mark? Because oh, I know you don't boy. mind what
0: the
1: trenches. Oh boy, oh boy. Well, I think a lot of it's to do with
0: Ogan being out as well. I think that kind of sucks. And Leal. Um Liao
1: too. I forgot about
0: Leo Liao. Liao's playing really well, wasn't he? You know, until this 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 happened. Cameron Hale can't do it all himself. Um who's the other bloke on the, the nose? Like we had Tyson Lulalu, however, eh, it's not really working. I feel
1: like um is it Montrevious Adams, I feel like he has had a much quieter season than last year.
0: Yeah. Overall, I think we do get gashed at the middle quite a bit. And I wish our offense could do that. They could run the ball, you know, through the middle. It doesn't seem like, it seems like we have so many holes everywhere, but it's kind of like with our defense now on paper, you think, oh, it's fantastic. It's great. You know, I can't wait to, to see things happen. And then you just get, you know, touchdowns everywhere, big plays everywhere. Um, it's it's something that it's really frustrating to watch, but that's what I think I'm saying with, with TJ Watt as well. When if he come back, then you have a chance to really set the scene. Highsmith is doing okay out there, but they're all playing individual stuff. They're not playing as a team. The best game I saw was versus the Bucks against Old Man Brady. You know that was <laughs> the best one I saw where they they, they got turned and the, the secondary
1: guys stepped up.
0: You know the guys that are behind the starters they really stepped up. But then you, you get no, Burn-
1: I think it's a real key in this game because I know what you talked about there and like. I think the defensive line. I think Philadelphia embarrassed them. I, I, I'm. It's hard for me to pick someone that's going to step up there, but I think Alu, Alu is going to help down the stretch. But I, Shannon talked about it really well last week, and he's so right. Is that like if you don't have pass rush, if you don't have a good defensive line, then it makes the issues that you have at cornerback even, even more obvious. And that's where I think the key on defense to this game comes down to one bloke. And I'd love to say it's Terrell Edmonds. Actually, I don't think so. I think it's Cameron Sutton. Right. Cameron Sutton is going to be crucial as a cornerback in this game. What he can do and the way you move him around, stopping Kamara, stopping Olave, I, I like Sutton has to have a big game. This is one of those games. You now Sutton gets that interception every every like he has one or two games a year where he gets an interception that just seals the deal or gets him a key turnover. Uh, this has got to be the game man. This I think we have game. as
0: well in, in the in the sack uh sack realm we have the worst sacks in the in the league right now from being top five like oh there's, to no top one, there's no yeah, pass rush yeah from being like um number one for like five years in a row or six years in a row we're now last dead last so a lot of this comes on what right it's cra- it's so crazy how one player can change everything
1: the whole Do the you know whole... Pro- you know the other problem with this defense that I have not really heard a narrative of anywhere uh, and it's a narrative that I talk about a lot for the linebackers because I heard Luke keekley talk about this because he feels it's the one number that is never appreciated nearly as much as it should be for linebackers. And he said it's almost, you know, that you've got to think of them as worth like three quarters of a sack effectively. And that comes down to tackles for a loss. Right. Tackles for a loss last year. We had 94 tackles for a loss. What do we have this year?
0: five
1: <laughs> 32.
0: that's right that's bad that's so we're a third
1: of our last uh, our number last year and we're oh, halfway, halfway through the season oh boy yeah oh boy can boy. we can we start again Can we start the year again mate now a lot of that when you're not when you don't have tj watt on the field that's a big yeah. problem but cam Haywood had 15 last year this year he's got five right Highsmith had 15 last year this year he's got seven. You know Terrell Edmonds on the list has one this year. Last year he had eight. Wormley had six last year. Wormley three.
0: Here, here's a question: Do you do you think that Andy Dalton will go out there and light us up, old man Andy Dalton? Uh, like the Saints, Saints team are pretty average too, right? They're going to go. This is the game. Well, like, depends how many these
1: injuries they've got, right? Like. Uh, I'm going to be really upset if I if I, if I see Taysom Hill and and, and like light, light up. I just... Get I like what? 4,
0: four and yards, 80, 80 yards, 100 yards rushing. No, I can't.
1: <laughs> I just can't.
0: Uh, 50 yards receiving. Oh, goodness. I just can't. Mike O'Malley says he wants the season to be over. I don't want it to be over. I just want to see him get better. Brian
1: Harrington says if County gets fired, do we have to pay his full contract off? I don't know, but I would pay. We'll him. pay it. You, you, and I will pay it. We'll, we'll send him money. We'll
0: get rid of him. I'll send him some dollars. Oh my god! Over we there. should
1: start a go. I, I reckon we should start a. go. <laughs>
0: go- <laughs> I don't think they allow that. Oh man, what a crazy, what a crazy guy to have on the team, the coach, Mister Canada. How bad is it? It's so bad. I've never seen. It be, I've never seen it this bad before. And yet we still have a chance to win this game. You know. He's got to like, lose that hat too. Man. Yeah, big time. All righty, one more, one, more, one more big positive then. Do you think Kenny Pick can get his
1: first win? He has, he's had his first win. You made the Bucks. Uh, okay, first start and win. Or what, <laughs> you know, I'm not... <laughs> uh,
0: first, full, first full game without without Trubisky helping.
1: <laughs> um, sorry, I had to. <laughs> I just had to. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, he can... That his good okay, friend okay, okay. Fitzpatrick has got to has got to get a pick six.
0: What's the reason why you hesitated there? Because I know my reason is is, is it because of the offensive coordinator is that because every time I think about it, I'm no, like what the saying, it's not
1: Kenny Pickett. and why he's playing do, like
0: a pro, right? Why do not we do that? And it's like okay, they have a chance, but the the guy the guy calling the play. I would say
1: are there's the more team. than 22 teams in the NFL right now. If you swap their quarterback out for Kenny Pickett, you'd win games and you'd, you'd be you'd a be lot more confident games. than what you are.
0: First downs, you know,
1: yeah. get the ball moving. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's so frustrating. Can you imagine, really can you imagine even Kenny Pickett with the Jets right now? Swap, Z- went, swap, yep. swap Zach Wilson out, right? Playing good football. With that running game? You're telling me that's not...
0: Even the not, Seahawks are playing good
1: football with Geno Smith. He's like, Imagine the Saints a- picked one pick before the Steelers, right? Now, they obviously mm. brought back Winston. Imagine if they'd pick Kenny Pickett. Oh, boy. They just, they'd throw the ball to Alvin Kamara every down. Well, and a larvae Yeah, of plays, course, yeah. yeah like, but still, they throw the ball. I'm just saying, yeah, when people cool. are like, oh, Kenny Pickett's not the goods, I, I just sit there and I think, how many teams... Imagine the Seahawks with Kenny Pickett. Yeah, I just said that. Yeah, it'd be fantastic. They're, oh, I Fundamentally, yeah, yeah. fundamentally yeah. speaking, they have a good offense, they're actually working
0: down the field, and Pete Carroll's got his he's, 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 he's kind of back, you know. He's been pissed off that they... they. I, I didn't think the Seahawks were going to win three uh, three games this year, and they won six. Dead said I thought they're gonna be the worst team in the league and they've been almost the, one of the best. Like Gino yeah, so said you don't know, want to be a Miami. Yeah, like- yeah, there's so many people. So I, I'm keen to see the rest of the season how he can play. Is it's just like like he's playing like almost um, you know, with a big if weight. Kirk in his Cousins role.
1: can have the career that he's had. Kenny Pickett's a winner, man. Yeah, exactly. So
0: maybe it's gonna wait until next year in year two. We don't know because his whole system involved, but um and you yeah, know, that I believe
1: too, even as a person. He busted a gut for two years to get up in the draft order. He had a phenomenal season in Pitt. He came in with Pittsburgh with all the expectation. He should have just been named the starter from Dave Dock. I understand yeah. why they didn't. And I know that was something that Dave Schofield would like, want to rake me over hot coals for saying. But uh. like, I'm, but I'm sorry. Like, I, I Just do it. Go with it. You have a development year. You see what you got in him. Stuff they handled this, uh, quarterback combination really. They bungled, bad, it. Really they bungled they, it, we bungled they, it We're so many ways. Offense. We're bungling stuff on defense. Like, I'm sorry, like, if there's a team in the NFL, you could the, have, have, have went a few ways, it, right? The bungles, it's us, man. Big time. You could have won a few ways. You could have
0: started Trubisky the whole way to the bye. That would have been one way, in my opinion. You could have done that. You could have started as well. I believe you can shoot me down, but I don't really care. You could have started Mason Rudolph to a certain degree and not even go and get
1: Trubisky, but then still have Kenny Pickett.
0: Possibly, well, imagine, right?
1: ten, imagine that money that we spent on Trubisky on a cornerback like. Right. And you could have um gotten uh gotten
0: have Trubisky, sorry have Mason Rudolph's back backup, don't get Trubisky and start – Can you pick it the whole way through? And they, they stuffed it
1: up. They but started it's also, Trubisky four games. You know, these are could have should or Wooders, And if you're listening now, you're like, you're like, well, we're in doing this. But if you're not on the Tomlin train, if you are on the anti-Tomlin train, I will say. I mean, I much rather not have had needed. Much rather we not needed this moment to see it. But how don't you think Tomlin? Even if you think Tomlin's stale and you think he's past it, or you don't think he's trying, or you don't think he's done anything different last few years, do you think Tomlin, after a lo- his first losing season, is going to come back and make these, some of these decisions? Like he'll have a hard, he'll have a good hard look at himself. Mm-hmm. I would hope. And if he doesn't, he'll. I think two losing seasons in a row, they will probably consider moving on. I mean, think about what happened with Marty Schottenheimer, right? Um, although a lot of the players weren't fans of him. I just on that on that team, but like I I can't see Mike Tomlin coming back after this year and it being like this again. I just don't see it. Pro- probably
0: not. If it is, then we're in real big trouble.
1: Big trouble. Right, but then there we're, we're in trouble when like the full stop. Mm. But like that's what, but, but you've got to get something out of this season. You've got to get pick it. You've got to get it working with pick it. You've got to get Pickens the ball. Like there's no point throwing. We we know what Deontay can do. He just needs to catch the ball, right? You've got to develop Pickens. You've got to find out if you've got a guy on the cheap, like Sims you we talked about and Boykin we talked about that can do something there. You've got to figure out whether Jalen Warren is a true actual depth piece. I mean, I still, McFarlane's on the practice squad. Can we bring him in and activate him toward down the stretch? Can we just see what he is? If not, if he's not there, get rid of him. Like they, they've got it. this has got to be now. I say you get through this week's game, but this week we've got to start seeing stuff from certain people. So that's one, that's
0: one big thing where at this point, they don't make those changes and they, they just don't do it. You're like, why aren't they bringing up McFarlane? Like for a chance, he's, what, you've got to put him on the practice squad the whole year and you know, how, you know how he, what he can do. That's what's most frustrating is we just see the same results over and over and over and over. So, but should we do our scores? Do you want to do our scores or what?
1: You want to do a score?
0: What are you What are you thinking? I'm going 41-0, mate. Steelers win. They finally get out of the out of the out of the barn.
1: 41-0. Yeah,
0: I do it jokingly, but I looked on the old sports bet that we have here in Australia, and I was like, it's quite a bit of money. It's got to pay for my house, so. Oh, I don't encourage that at all. But uh if it if it if it if it um pays off, I might be doing the Gert Cousins to the gold not gold Rebels. Not this one goal that I won the other day. But uh that's gotta be every video, by the way. That's my goal. Um nah not forty one zero, but possibly twenty four twenty one, I'd
1: say. Um still I'm twenty-four twenty one. hard, isn't it? Because the offense can't score. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, man, this is hard. It's
0: so, it's so difficult because they, they can't score points.
1: If the Steelers win, it's going to be like 20-16 or 23-16. Something like that. Okay, what if they lose? If they lose, it's going to be like 28-17 to 17 yeah. or like 32 yeah. that, 17.
0: That's the big thing, I think, around every single podcast, pretty much on all YouTube. The offense can't score points and everyone knows that and it's like how do you keep trying to hype you know what the other team out. and
1: the, the, the annoying thing is that the other team knows it too do yeah. you know what I mean so oh, they yeah. only need to get a certain amount up and then that's it
0: yeah well that, that's the big that, that's the biggest hurdle right now is like they just can't move the football and score and the biggest the biggest uh, TD is eight yards so even they haven't scored outside the red zone yet that's incredible that's an incredible stat. They haven't scored outside the red zone that means they're not t- taking a big shot down the field like 40 yards deep going to you know um Pickens or whoever like josh says
1: he's gonna 17 and 0 with the Steelers. with us. yeah that's what i'm that's hey, what i'm saying that's still amazing the if they can get that brian brown says 14 10. <laughs>
0: that, that could be a possibility that could happen
1: like if that's happening yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Like every time I think about this team I'm like I'm so excited and I want to like cheer the players on and I think back to what they're doing i was like
1: oh it's so hard But you know what we've got to remember the Steelers have had hard times and they've come, they have come back I'm not saying oh, yeah this big season. time like big they, time And and you know what let's just take each game It's hard <laughs> if this is the thing if Canada had gone then I'd feel like the shackles were <laughs> off That's the thing it's like <laughs> Ron <Schultz> 3-0 Steelers <laughs> If it's 3 I'll lose my mind, dude. That'd be, that'd oh, be my worse. God, Steelers freak. 9-6 and for overtime. Oh, it's it's fun 0 Actually, last. I've got it. I've got it. I've got it. I've got it. 11-6, Steelers. 11-6? you get a safety? Yeah. Oh, wow. 11-6. It's amazing. Actually, no. Let's call it 9-5 <laughs> the other way around. We'll probably end up with the safety.
0: Oh, true. So you want three field goals from Matthew Wright from 50 yards out, right? They get one field goal and a safety. Oh, my goodness.
1: Actually, what date is uh, it going to be? 13th? You know what? I'm just calling it that. I'm just calling it no team. No team scores more than 13 points. They're playing on the 13th. That's what's happening. Someone just, someone on Facebook just called us British. That's funny. Oh, man. I blocked him, though.
0: Goodbye, Tasho. See you, mate.
1: Um, yeah, why don't you learn what accents are and realize <laughs> that the Steelers are a global team? So piss off.
0: Oh goodness. Um, oh, Ron said 2 and 0 That'd be that'd be excellent. Uh, safety 2
1: and All right, mate, what about a nil all draw? A double overtime.
0: <laughs> double overtime to the to oh that be imagine. Mate, wasn't that it, would be like that would be
1: like World War. Like I know, like I don't mean to make light of World War One on Veterans Day. I'm just, uh, but seriously, it would be like being that trench warfare. Like it'd just be like they'd be only in the middle of the field. Wasn't there a
0: chance a few weeks ago there was going to be a double zero zero? I think it was two teams. It was Denver and someone, and they scored three points or whatever. So I don't know what it was, but I think it's, it's like since 1946, I believe, or something like that is the last time it was it was was zero zero the whole game.
1: <laughs> you know what, like. Michael and Malley, like remember Tomlin hasn't ever been. No, he hasn't. But how many times has he played them guys? Like three times. Yeah, Zero Tomlin. and three over over uh, different periods, right? Different times. That, that's what that's, I'm saying. So it's a bit, yeah, like... completely different
0: with different teams or different, teams. But, different but I'm teams just saying, like
1: you can't <laughs> statistically. That's an anomaly. Like,
0: yeah, it was 2070's his first game, and then 2013, I believe, 2016 or something like that. So.
1: And Brown also clarifies his 14-10 with, I'm not sure the (laughs) offense was I was thinking. Oh, it hurts. It hurts. But you know what? Still, fans, we're all in here together. We are. There's some of you in the live chat that are hearing week or week out, loss win, you know, or draw, and, or tie, as you call it. Um, You know, that's all we can ask for, right? Imagine if we were a fan base that was... I mean how I can i'm about to say this given twitter talking about the Steelers on twitter but imagine if we were a fan base that was disjointed and didn't support each other right um so you know that's like yeah. one of the pluses we can go through this together right it's collective therapy
0: i think uh the fan base comes to well when, when you go to a bar i think on the internet can be very different sometimes like our oh, mate yeah. from uh, who called us british idiots so <laughs> but um hey we're in this man we're in this we've got a good game coming up saints we just see what i we, See what can happen. I, I want to do a, a post uh, uh, podcast next week where we're happy with what happened and going. Oh my! Did you see that? Did you see this? I would, would kind love of to
1: talk about a win, man. I'd love to talk <laughs> about a win. and not a win because the long snapper got injured. <laughs> or you know, like I'd love to talk about an actual like proper darn good win, or that Tom Brady missed the practice uh, because he was celebrating uh, Robert Kraft's wedding while he was getting divorced. I want a legitimate. We beat him, you know. Like yeah. And then I we want. We need that. Upset to Boz can't say to Matt Canada that it wasn't.
0: I know. It wasn't maybe right will say. Maybe Matthew Wright will go into the go into the uh, locker room and say,
1: you win win because of you." That's going to be the new tagline for Matthew. We Wright. says, "See what happens when you throw me the ball." Like, <laughs> two TDs, 180 yards. <laughs> oh, let's. We got to hope, man. We have got to hope. You know. All right, with that, that's going to wrap up this week's Woo-hoo! Steelers Touch Down Under. I'm Matty Peveril with Marky D, as always. Ghost dealers.